Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. How totally bad is your memory, and can you continue as president? My memory is so bad, I let you speak. That's uh, that's that's. Your memory has gotten worse, Mr. No, president. My memory is not good. My memory is fine. My memory. Take a look at what I've done since I become president. None of you thought I could pass any of the things I got passed. How'd that happen? You know, I guess I just forgot what was going on. <laughs> I'm not sure he had much to do with any of that, to be honest. But uh, that was a a news conference. I have a feeling the press people at the White House have come to regret this morning, if I had to say so. And we've got uh, Missouri Senator Josh Hawley on the line with us this morning. Senator Hawley, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. You know, I saw you tweet out last night after that debacle of a news conference, that hastily called news conference there with Joe Biden, that uh, it was time for the 25th Amendment. Oh, uh, clearly, the 25th Amendment is disability, where the cabinet can remove the president when he's clearly unfit. And listen, the special counsel's report makes clear the guy committed crimes. I mean, the special counsel said he willfully retained and disclosed classified information over decades, Mark, over decades. And the only reason he's not being prosecuted is because he's not mentally fit to stand trial. I mean, you can't, it's one or the other. Either he should be prosecuted or he ought to be, have the 25th Amendment invoked or resign. I mean, it can't, it can't be both. It can't be at all. He's totally qualified to be president of the United States, but he can't be prosecuted for a crime that uh, he's mentally unfit to be prosecuted for. I mean, this is just, this is crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah, I know that's a legal designation in, in not competent to stand trial. How could you be competent to lead the free world? Well, and he showed last night he's not. I mean, I watched that press conference. Uh, and, of course, it's nothing that we haven't seen already. All, everybody knows this. The American people know it. Certainly the people of our state know it. I mean, you just look at the guy. He can't form a sentence. He can't put two words together. Now we know he's a crook and probably a crook on a lot of other things as well. But we know for a fact that he violated the law on, on top secret documents. And the only reason he's not being prosecuted is because he's mentally unwell. I mean, this is just unbelievable. And any self-respecting Democrat right now ought to go and say, this guy has got to resign. He needs to step down. This is really, you talk about dangerous for our country. This is dangerous. I, I, Senator, this is Kim. I, I really don't think he, he will step down. And, I, and I, I wonder, too, I know one of the congressmen had said, you know, we need to invoke the 25th Amendment. Do you think that would actually happen? Do you think that some of these Democrats would say, yeah, this is so bad, maybe we need to do that? No, because they fear the replacement. They don't want Kamala Harris 
because they feel that she's even more politically toxic than Biden, if that's possible. I mean, every everybody in Washington, this is the open secret in Washington, is that Biden's best insurance policy is Kamala, because the Democrats are so scared to death that Kamala would ever become president when she's obviously unfit herself for different reasons. She's just incompetent. And uh, she would get absolutely crushed by Trump. Uh, of course, you know, Biden, I, I can't I can't see how Biden could beat anybody in a general election. And I, I think the American people, people aren't stupid. You know, they look at this. They've known for years that this guy wasn't up to it. The special counsel is just telling them what they already know. He's confirming it. Uh, Senator Hawley, I couldn't agree more. You know, I, I talk for a living. Uh, and if a wrong word comes out of your mouth, you realize it and you correct it. Yesterday, the president of the United States basically seemed to believe that Mexico was on the border with Gaza. The, I mean, th- that that's the sort of thing that our enemies are paying attention to, right? Oh, and he thinks he's talking with dead people? Yes. I mean, he said multiple times in the last few days that he's talked with dead prime ministers in Europe. I mean, the, the guy, the, it's clearly, I mean, clearly. I, you'd almost have some sympathy for him, except for the fact that the White House has willfully lied about this, and he's a criminal. I mean, the guy should be prosecuted, and if he's not going to be prosecuted, then he should resign. I mean, it's one or the other. It cannot be that he's fit to stay in office and he should be reelected as president, but somehow he can't be prosecuted for crimes that the special counsel has, has concluded that he committed. Uh, speaking of Mexico, Senator, let's talk about the border bill for just a minute. I, yeah. I, it, it's now dead on arrival and now I know that a number of your fellow colleagues up there in the Senate voted to go ahead and approve foreign aid anyway, even though we haven't fixed our own border. Yeah, of course, because you know what? This is this is what I've been saying for months, Mark, which is that to so many of my colleagues, Democrats and Republicans, sadly, Ukraine is just so much more important than America. Ukraine's borders are more important than our borders. Ukraine's people are more important. You know, we can't get a dime for people in the St. Louis, St. Charles area poisoned by our own government with nuclear radiation. Not a dime for Americans, not a dime for Missourians, but we're literally paying Ukraine's treasury. We're funding their bureaucrats. We're funding the teaching of English. We're funding their banking sector. I mean, this is just, it is absurd. It's absurd. It's also indefensible. And I'm not, I'm not at all surprised that all these senators said, oh, well, never mind the border. Let's, let's just go ahead and give money to Ukraine. It's what they wanted to do all along. Yeah, I know Governor Mike Parson finally requested additional money in the budget to address this this radioactive exposure people have had. Is he doing enough at this point? Because what was it, five years or so, he, he wasn't asking for that additional funding in the budget? Well, I'm, I'm glad he's doing it. I think it's to fund the study, which is great. But I tell you what, the federal government is the one here that poisoned all of these people in the St. Louis region, St. Charles region. It's the federal government that ought to be on the hook here. You know, and I'm not trying to let off those corporations who are bad actors, too. And, and, you know, I dealt with them as attorney general. So, listen, I get it. But but it's, let's let's not lose sight of the fact it's the feds who conducted these programs, who did not clean it up, who've lied to the people of St. Louis and St. Charles, really the whole state, for 50 years saying, oh, no radiation. Oh, it's not serious when they knew it was. So it's the feds who need to clean it up. It's their mess. And then they need to compensate people who have been sick because of their actions. I mean, this is, and, and of course, in our, in our normal lives, this is what we do all the time. You know, if you, if you run over your neighbor's fence or you run over your neighbor's dog, you're going to make it right. I mean, that's what, that's what we do. That's what the federal government should do here. I, I agree, Senator. I mean, I've been covering this Coldwater Creek issue for years. First, as a, as a reporter Channel 4 many years ago, watching it l- recently, it's obvious what happened here. What's the holdup? 
Oh, well, the holdup is, is that nobody wants to be accountable. It's just classic, Mark. So it's a combination of the federal government doesn't want to admit that they lied for 50 years to the people of our state, and you've got Republicans who would rather send money overseas to foreigners than they would to Americans. And so it's a combination of those things. People like Mitch McConnell, who would much rather fund Ukraine, so much more important to him than Americans are, than Missourians are. I mean, there's people in his own state, in Kentucky, who have been poisoned by nuclear radiation. I mean, it's time to do right by our people. And again, I, I say over and over, this isn't a handout. This isn't a welfare program. These are people who the government has poisoned. The government ought to make it right. You know, Senator, one last question here. I I know Senator Cruz mentioned this the other day. Given how this border compromise was mishandled and, I mean, have you called for Mitch McConnell to step aside? Have you called for new leadership? Oh, yeah. And you remember, I'm sure, Mark, that a year and a half ago, I I was the first Republican to say I wouldn't vote for McConnell. Uh, I voted no on his leadership uh, for him as leader a year and a half ago when we last chose our leadership in the Senate. And, and uh, my views on that haven't changed. I, I think he shouldn't be the leader. I think we should have new leadership. I'd support any call for a new leadership election. Uh, listen, this has just been a debacle. I mean, just a debacle in the United States Senate. It's, it's so embarrassing for the whole country uh, to watch this and to watch these guys who are so much more concerned about faraway lands and places than they are about helping our own people, securing our own border, doing right by our own citizens, and it's just inexplicable. And I think as to McConnell's leadership, clearly the guy is, is, should not be leader. Um, I've thought that for years, and, and my views haven't changed. Senator Josh Hawley, we appreciate your time this morning. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We'll talk soon. Uh, good to get him on here this morning. And, you know, good to, to keep pushing. They had a hearing yesterday. I didn't. I don't know if I specifically mentioned that, if the senator did. And, and we're right back where, where we started. I mean, we're still pushing for that uh, compensation for the nuclear contamination. Uh, and it still hasn't happened. I, years and years and years have gone by. Countless people have died. I, I don't know uh, sh- for sure what the holdup is there. All right, coming up, uh, we are going to get to Missouri's current Secretary of State, Jay Ashcroft, who was in Washington yesterday, and I assume he's back in Missouri now, but he was in D.C. yesterday at the Supreme Court during uh, during the whole hearing over the Colorado ballot issue. We'll check in with him coming up next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. President Biden, something the special counsel said in his report is that one of the reasons you were not charged is because, in his description, you are a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. 
I'm well-meaning, and I'm an elderly man, and I know what the hell I'm doing. I've been president, and I put this country back on its feet. I don't need his recommendation. It's How totally out of <laughs> you believe that? I do have a Twitter poll up. You got you got about a half hour left to vote. After watching that disastrous news conference last night, what happens next? You got four choices here. Nothing. Uh, doesn't finish his term, this term. Uh, Dems replace him before the election in the fall, or he remains on the ticket. What do you think is going to happen? Uh, so... Uh, Go vote. you got a few minutes left, probably 20 minutes left to vote. We'll have the results here at the end of the show at Mark Cox 971 on Twitter. All right, let's get to, let's get back to what happened yesterday. Go to uh, cut number 11, Carl, please. Insurrection is a broad, uh, broad term. And if there's some debate about it, I suppose that will go into the uh, decision. And then eventually what we would be deciding, uh, whether uh, it was an insurrection when one president did something as opposed to when somebody else did something else. And what do we do? Do we wait until near the time of uh, uh, counting the ballots and sort of go through which states uh, are valid and which states aren't? Yeah. Chief Justice Roberts, there describing a mess. Guess what? Our Secretary of State, Jay Ashcroft, was in the Supreme Court building yesterday as those arguments were taking place, and he joins us this morning. Jay, welcome back. Thanks for having me. It was so fun yesterday to be at the Supreme Court and hear the Chief Justice. If that clip were to continue, uh, Alito jumps in. Several other justices clearly had read the brief that I and 10 other Secretaries of State submitted that said there will be chaos if this happens. Yeah. And um, they realize that. I'm glad we were able to help them, and I'm sure they'll get to the right conclusion, hopefully, early next week. Uh, Let's play uh, some of the shocking stuff I'm listening to. Obviously, you don't see pictures. You only hear the audio, but I recognized her voice right away. Go to cut 14. But maybe put most boldly, I think that the question that you have to confront is why a single state should decide who gets to be president of the United States. Yeah, I would say, Jay, when you've lost Elena Kagan, uh, you've you've lost the argument if you're on the left. You know, I never really thought that Elena Kagan or Justice Kagan, I apologize, would be reading our brief and would be using that for questions during the hearing. But, yes, I think that's a very good sign. Yeah. Um, how, what, so you did file a brief in this case. You listened to these arguments back and forth. I kept hearing the, the uh, person representing the Secretary of State of Colorado continue to use the word insurrection and claim Donald Trump's guilty of insurrection. He said it over and over and over again. I didn't hear very many people correct him. I mean, I wish somebody would have stepped up and said, I'm sorry, sir, where's the proof of insurrection? You know, um, I hate to say this to someone, to an attorney that has practiced before the court like that. They pretty much just ignored her. Um, By then, it was clear the case was lost. It was clear that she was out of her league, that her arguments held no weight. And I honestly, I was there. I was in the courtroom. I was listening to it. I think the judges were just trying to let her be done with her time and leave her alone and move on. The case was already lost for her side. Mr. Uh, Secretary, this is Kim. So Valentina Gomez, I hadn't heard of that name until yesterday, announces she's running for your job, Secretary of State, releases this video that has really gone viral of her burning books with that flamethrower. She says that she would have control over the funding for libraries if she had your job. Is that is that true? Um, there would have, 
There is a small portion of funding for libra- uh, public libraries that goes through the state, and that goes through my office, and there's a small portion of federal funding that goes through my office. Most libraries, though, you're talking about a double or a single-digit percentage of their budget goes to my office. The Secretary of State has control over that, but like with St. Louis County or St. Charles County, it's probably 1% or half a percent of their entire budget. So she really wouldn't have maybe as much control as she might be alluding to as far as what kind of content in those books would be on the shelves? She would have control over a, a small portion of their of their, their budgets, but of course she could work with the legislature to change that, and that may be what she was talking about. Well, Jay, sounds like uh, you need to go out and get yourself a flamethrower. <laughs> You know, I, I'm not about performance art. I'm about just left foot, right foot, moving forward conservative principles and getting things done. Uh, that's who I am. Yeah. You know, I know in your run for governor, um, you, you've, you've talked a little bit about what you'd do if you got up there. Um, how might you have handled this? Would you have handled this border uh, support for Texas any differently than Governor Parson, for example? Yeah, I mean, the, the the real thing to do is, and, and I was glad that Governor Abbott uh, finally called it an invasion, but uh, for, for quite a while, I've wondered why other governors haven't. I think every Republican governor should declare it as an invasion because the Constitution requires the federal government to uh, uh, safeguard states from invasions. I think that uh, we need to do a better job of talking to states on the border and saying, how can we help you? Because that fentanyl, those drugs, everything is affecting us, is hurting us. Um, it's, it's, if we've got to be working together with other Republican states, I think we ought to look at sending National Guard troops down there. If Governor Abbott says that helps him, we need to be more involved in the lawfare. We need to be more involved in making sure that illegal immigrants aren't getting benefits in our state. I mean, there's a whole range of things that we could do. We should be leading in this fight, or at least neck and neck, step by step with the border states, and we haven't been. Yeah, uh, very true. Now, I know IP reform has been debated down in Jeff City. This was supposed to be this week. Seven uh, where, years. No. Where, where do you stand on this, uh, this whole issue with the Senate not bringing this up for a vote? I mean, they, they laid it over again. Um. I I don't want to cause further problems. Um, What I will say is it needs to get done. And what we need to do is have um, a bill or bills, you know, joint resolutions that make sure that we're not amending our Constitution unless a broad swath of Missourians agree with it. We need to make sure it's what Missourians want, not special interest billionaires from outside of the state. And frankly, I think there's a real opportunity for the governor to get involved in this, to show leadership, to get the House and Senate leadership into a room, along with rank and file members, committee chairs, and and just say, look, everybody says you want to do this. How do we move forward? Because the last thing we can have is if we pass something for us to be divided. We've seen these have difficulty getting passed in Ohio and other states We've got to be united. We've got to make sure we've got the information to educate the people and say this is why it's good. Because even if we pass it, if we're still divided, we're just going to lose. Yep. We need that leadership for sure. Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft, we appreciate your time, sir. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Good to, good to get him on here. And uh, glad to know he was up in D.C. Uh, and obviously they had filed a brief in that case, and he wanted to be there in person Uh, to hear those arguments at the Supreme Court yesterday. It's important. And I hope the Supreme Court 
rules rules on that one and smacks it down nine to nothing today, Monday, Tuesday. I think it's going to come pretty quickly. Certainly, I think before the uh, maybe the end of the next week. All right, coming up, we'll get to uh, Wiggins America. Find out what he's got going on. We'll be back in just a minute. Secretary Clinton said I did not email any classified material to anyone on my email. There is no classified material. Was that true? No, there was classified material emailed. Secretary Clinton said she used just one device. Was that true? She used multiple devices during the four years uh, of her term as Secretary of State. Secretary Clinton said all work-related emails were returned to the State Department. Was that true? No, we found work-related emails, thousands, that were not returned. Wiggins! Oh! Wiggins! Uh, Ryan Wiggins uh, in studio with us right now. Wiggins America host, of course, the Annie Fry Show as well. And, you know, I'm, I, I have to play this again. Uh, Trey Gowdy questioning James Comey on the Hillary Clinton case. Why not? I hope Congress drags Robert Herr, special counsel, in front of Congress and asks those same questions about Joe Biden. He willfully withheld classified documents in his garage by his Corvette. And there are people in jail for far less than that right now. And we can't prosecute him, Ryan Wiggins, because he's not competent to stand trial. Well, Mark, I can already tell you what they would say in front of Congress. It's, um, well, let me uh, look into that and I'll get back to you. <laughs> that's, that's the only answer that Congress ever gets anymore from anyone. Yeah, but, I mean, Comey answered the questions, yeah, but then did. also drew the conclusion nobody would, uh, char- no prosecutor would charge her for this because she just didn't understand. For God's sake, as Secretary of State, she had the power to classify. She knew exactly what classified materials were. She shared them on private email, all this stuff. Joe Biden served in the Senate for how many years? 30 years? Before he became vice president, he knew that to look at classified documents, he had to go into a skiff. He was never allowed to leave with them. Then he became vice president. Same deal. He didn't have the authority to leave with them, even as vice president. Only the president has the authority to do that. Yet they reviewed 7 million documents during that investigation one year long into Joe Biden and came up with the huge conclusion that we're not going to charge him, not because he's not guilty, but because he's incompetent. Yeah, but I mean, in his defense, he didn't know what he was doing. And he's probably had these problems with dementia for 12, 15 years because this is going back. That's the funny thing is that it's not just, oh, well, right now. I, this is stuff that has gone on, like you said, way before he was president. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they're saying, you know what, though, he's not really all there. That, that That's the defense. America is hearing that this morning. This is not just a political talking point. This is way outside of the political back and forth. This is an American story today. There is a Twitter poll up uh, at Mark Cox 971. There's probably a few minutes left here for you to vote, maybe 10 minutes. Um, you, you, you watched it, everybody's seen it or heard of it by now. What happened yesterday with the disastrous news conference, they felt like they needed to throw him back in front of the public to try to defend the fact that the guy that interviewed him under oath said, he's not, he's not with it enough to answer questions. Didn't know when his son died. I mean, he didn't know when, what years he served as vice president. Those are basic questions that the president of the United States ought to be able to answer. So what happens next? That's the Twitter poll question this morning. Nothing. Um, which wouldn't surprise anybody. He doesn't finish out his this term because he's so decrepit. 
The Dems decide to make an effort to replace him, which may have been part of what we saw last night by pushing him back out there in front of that crowd of ravenous reporters. Or fourth, he just remains on the ticket and and it's Trump v. Biden next fall. You still have a few minutes to vote at Mark Cox 971 on Twitter, and we will have the results for you coming up. Uh, Josh Hawley, who I had on the show here at the top of the hour, last night, right after that, tweeted out, it's time for the 25th Amendment. But you, Ryan Wiggins, have some inside information on that. What is that? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so I've been reading the 25th Amendment a lot lately to try to make sure that I understand it. And there are four sections to the 25th Amendment. The first three deal with if a president is incapacitated, as in <clears throat> there's a medical incident, uh, the president is killed, you know, something like that. The fourth one, though, is the one that would have to apply to Joe Biden, now, unless he does have a medical incident, which is possible. Um, but if he is just as is, as we as he is right now, the the way they would have to remove him from office is you'd have to have agreement between the vice president. So one entity there. Well, she wants the job. Right. So you, you'd figure she'd be on board. She's a yes. There's one yes. <laughs> I'm counting here. His own VP. And then the majority of his own cabinet. So not all of them, but the majority of them. It doesn't say what the cabinet is or who that applies to. Oh. So they'd have to figure that cabinet out. Cabinet secretary. Secretary of State. Yeah. Secretary of Defense. All those folks. Yeah. yeah. But in the original language, it doesn't okay. say like who is who. Who's who. Right. But, so they'd have to figure out, well, this is the cabinet. Here's a majority of the here's who's voting. So a majority of the cabinet would also have to decide that's entity number two. So if both of them agree, so if you get more than half of the cabinet and the vice president, then they could issue a written statement to Congress. That written statement would say, we hereby declare that this president is no longer capable of of being president and Congress would have to accept that. Then they would have to figure out whether it was valid but the, here's where it gets here's where it gets tricky. Joe Biden slash the president could write Congress within four days and say, um, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> so that, that's where it gets weird, because Joe Biden has no intention of stepping aside, or at least it doesn't appear that way. So then Congress would have a written statement from the cabinet and the vice president and the president both saying opposite things. So. House or Senate or both? Both. Okay, so it's like a combined yeah. effort. Yeah. They'd have to look at it and then vote on it? And that, so so then if that happened where the, both statements were in disagreement, okay. one saying, no, I'm fine, the other one saying, no, he's not, then they would have to have two-thirds of Congress approve the removal that's, which, yeah, that none of this is going to happen. Which I, is I thought, a big, big task. I thought Congress voted first, so I have it all backwards. You have to have agreement from the VP and most of his cabinet. Then <laughs> it gets sent to Congress. Congress. Okay. Then, yes. I mean, there's so many steps, well, it seems that like, they makes, would have to fall into place for this to be invoked. Yeah, that makes sense, though, because the separation of powers, you, you wouldn't want Congress just to be able to vote to take out the other branch. Right. But but here's the thing. Like, I understand why they're doing this and the necessity of, the necessity of it. But it's kind of like when you have an elderly parent, like w when my grandpa was getting older, you know, mm -hmm. my dad had to say, hey, my parents talked about it. I'm like, hey, we're going to take his keys because he thinks he can still drive and he's a danger to the other people on the road. So at some point, even though Joe Biden or any president could write, I'm fine, who's to say they are? Anyone's going to probably be like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm 
I'm good. Well, that's that's what's interesting about the 25th Amendment is that it's very possible, and in most circumstances where it would be used, you wouldn't have the president standing there going, uh, no, I, I'm here, you know, <laughs> which is where we find like, ourselves. Like, that's how bad he is, that he's still standing up, and yeah. he's, yeah, at this point. Yeah, so it, it's a really weird, unique situation. They could still remove him. I mean, it could happen where you'd get two-thirds of Congress to do that. I just don't think you'd have Republicans in that situation. I almost think you'd have Democrats voting for it and Republicans voting against it, which would so be you very, can very keep strange. The bumbling, fumbling fool because in he's office. the easiest to beat. Mm, I, I have said that. I agree. Part point. of me is scared if Joe Biden. I want him gone, but I'm scared if he's gone because if they bring in. Michelle Obama. Well, it would be um, Kamala then well, in if, the presidency. It, during his term, right? But yeah, like, yeah that's incumbent. true. But I, I just, I, I'm fearful of like who they would bring in. I and, guess you're right, though. They would well, have to have Kamala. At wait, that moment. Yeah. If they, at least if it was Michelle Obama as the alternative, they couldn't scream race or gender bias for them trying to replace her with Gavin Newsom, because you know that would happen <laughs> if they tried to, to replace Kamala Harris with, with a white dude from California. That, did, that wouldn't go over well at all. Yeah, so... <laughs> It, it's it's funny because while people are saying 25th Amendment, and again, I'm no constitutional scholar. I'm yeah. just reading it and saying that's what it says. That's what would have to happen. It spells it out like that. Yeah. yeah. So interesting. There you well, go. Well, it'd be an interesting conversation, Ryan. I, I'll have to go back and read that because I had not paid that much attention to it because I'm not sure it'll ever happen. But we'll see. Yeah. Hey, uh, thank you. Wiggins America, of course, uh, Ryan's going to stay in the studio here with us because uh, Anna is out eating biscuits this morning and didn't bring us any. So uh, Ryan's going to stay in the studio. Still time to vote in the Twitter poll at Mark Cox 971. What do you think happens next after that debacle of a news conference by Joe Biden last night? We'll be right back. What's on the web? web. Brought to you by Wiggins. Oh! Oh, nice. Ah, creative. Yeah, well done. On the fly. <laughs> Very good job. Thank you. I got the results of the Twitter poll here, Ryan, before we uh, get to okay. what's on the web, uh, because we were asking what is the next move? What happens next with uh, after what? Uh, lots of bad news for Biden yesterday. The news conference capped it all off last night. It was like a big old cherry on top of an ice cream <laughs> sundae. It just topped it off. Uh, what happens next? So the options were nothing, doesn't finish his term, Democrats replace him, or he remains on the ticket and it's still it's still uh, 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 you know business as usual in Biden v. Trump in the fall. Well, nothing won. <laughs> it's just like I, I now I know what Nikki Haley feels like. None of the above <laughs> won, right? Nothing won. Forty percent of the people selected nothing. They don't think anything is going to happen. Uh, coming in second. The Dems actually replace him. A lot of people really? believe they kind of threw him to the wolves by throwing him out into that news conference last night. Uh, maybe that undermines his ability to continue as president. Uh, coming in third, he remains on the ticket, and it'll it'll just they're just going to bluff their way along with this guy who doesn't know where he is, and then doesn't finish his term. Came in last with only eleven percent. So. I mean, an eight o'clock presser. He probably had just had his warm glass of milk and was ready for bed. <laughs> dragged him out. I said they probably put an IV drip on him with some Adderall in it right before they pushed him out there. You know what? That was that was the worst decision they could have made to have him go give a press conference. It oh, just yeah. drew attention to I it. Know. They, I know. They could have just kind of let it fade, which is what they usually do with these things. But I don't know if maybe he said, no, 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 I'm going out there. Like, uh-oh, here we go. All right. Inject him full of adrenaline. Yeah, or just true. said, I'm not going to take questions. I I don't know. I don't know what. Make a statement. Move make on. a statement and leave. Yeah. I yeah. think the, the obvious answer is I don't know what he was thinking <laughs> because nobody does. Do we he's ever? Busy. Yeah. 
Neither does he. Neither does he. What do you got for us? All right. So the first story is Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry is getting some backlash on social media for insinuating that people who continue to only work from home are losers. <laughs> it happened during the Minneapolis Downtown Council's annual meeting today when Fry announced a reference to study that he had seen online. The quote is great. He goes, when people who have the ability to come downtown to an office don't, when they stay home sitting on their couch with their nasty cat blanket <laughs> diddling on their laptop, if they do that for a few months, you become a loser. <laughs> it's it's a study. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's funny. So, uh, yeah, I guess uh, he, he wants people. It makes sense. He wants people to come back to the city. Do they have an earnings tax there? Because that could I'm be sure what he's after. <laughs> I'm sure they do. He said he later said he was kidding, but it's obvious that mayors of major, especially in the north, you know, people aren't traveling as much. No. Going back into the office. Because it's just harder to do. So I'm sure they're hearing it from the businesses too. Like, we, no yeah. one's coming here for lunch. All these restaurants that are probably struggling. Yeah. Heck yeah. Well, that's this is the results of their own policies. Thank you. Look, you shut it down, people stay home. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I would guess uh, that, that that's it. I kind of ran you late with the Twitter poll there, uh, Ryan. I apologize for that. Hey, I wish we had some Hardy's biscuits here, but uh, nobody brought us any. But Look. you. You can still go support Heat Up St. Louis. Stop by Hardee's, buy a sausage egg or a biscuit, a sausage or egg biscuit. And I'm getting the hint. The money, okay. the money I, goes to Heat Up. It's almost 9 o'clock. I'll go out right away. <laughs> I get it. I've mean, I'm not trying to pressure you to do that. <laughs> oh, but I've been is, begging Ryan. all morning. Yeah. I've been begging since 6 a.m. for somebody to bring us some, some biscuits. I'm just kidding. Anyway, it's all for Heat Up St. Louis. It's a yearly thing. I hope you can get out there and help them out today. How about that? All right. Wow, what a week. We need the weekend to digest all this and see what happens next. How about that? Uh, Kilmeade's up next. I'm sure he's covering all of the fallout and when the Supreme Court might make a ruling. We'll uh, we'll take you back uh, and reexamine all of this Monday morning starting at 5 a.m. Have a great weekend. Get more at 971talk.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 